Hello everyone and welcome to an all-new edition of the Elite Beat. It is your number one source for all the AEW news, reviews, and previews. Uh, I'm Andy, and today I am alone. Um, it is middle of the afternoon. I am kind of in the midst of my work day. Uh, Megan is sick, and uh, Jenny is pretty busy, so... Uh, I'm just going to talk to you about All Elite Wrestling for a little bit of time, and largely I'm here to preview next week, which uh, will be Winter is Coming, and Justin Shapiro will be on the show with us to talk about that episode of Dynamite. Um, But until then, I guess we can talk about what went on this past week. And I would have to say the number one story in AEW this past week is um, the William Regal situation. And I gotta say, there were some wrinkles added to it yesterday with Tony Cole's media, uh, Tony Khan's media call, um, which was, you know, first and foremost to promote this weekend's Ring of Honor pay per view. But I think, uh, I think it's kind of. Um, I don't know. Didn't really work out that way. Uh, the big topic was William Regal, and uh, apparently it's as simple as this: William Regal asked Tony Khan not to pick up the 2023 option on his contract. Um, Regal wants to return to WWE to have hands-on coaching with his son, who um, is in that system in NXT. Um, I presume he's... I, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I don't really follow NXT anymore. I presume that means that he has relocated to the U.S. Because I know he was working NXT UK back when that was in existence. But anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Tony Khan uh, agreed. And it sounds like, based on an answer to a question later on in the media call, that there is a condition... On the release that William Regal will not appear on WWE programming for the year 2023, which sounds to me like he just wanted to be kind of backstage and working with talent anyway. Um, there's also speculation, and you know we contributed to this last week as well, that maybe he's, you know, also like you know nine months on the road is <laughs> it's what you get when he hasn't had to be on the road for a long time is kind of, you know, that's tough, you know. And you're not used to it, and maybe he just wants to, maybe he just wants the easy Orlando travel schedule again. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the big thing. Um, I'm not gonna watch the Ring of Honor pay per view this weekend. I, I've got a prior engagement. Um, I don't know if Megan is gonna try to watch it or what the deal is. I'm certainly not gonna um, put homework on her plate or anything like that. But. Uh, they, they, they shot a big angle at the end of Dynamite last night um, to set up a double dog collar match for Briscoes versus FTR3. And you have to think the Briscoes are winning this because they can't get swept three in a row by FTR this you know over the, over the course of this year. That would, that would be bad, I think, um, especially since they're under contract to Ring of Honor. Uh, which is another thing. They, Tony Khan deflected some questions about um, a TV deal and basically kind of indicated that there would be more information on 
the future of Ring of Honor programming uh, Saturday. So, and he also said that you're probably going to be seeing less Ring of Honor stuff on AEW television. Now, it never it never bothered me, but I know that there are people who I don't know whether performatively or or legitimately got very uh, angry about it. So hopefully, hopefully they'll be they'll be happy now. Um, so I guess you know beyond that, like yeah, we can skip Rampage. Rampage is a Rampage is an inconsequential show, um, and it did its worst rating of all time this past Friday. And and you know, and they have nobody. Tony Khan has nobody to blame but himself for that because he's let it become a B show. You know, um, the thing that he said from the beginning that it was not. It very clearly is. It very clearly is a B show. Um, so let's talk about Dynamite, the the A show. Uh, in Austin, Texas, there was a Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, uh, won by Ricky Starks. This set up a promo segment with MJF and Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks cut the promo of his life uh, to set up his big title match next week against MJF. Uh, then we had Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen in what I thought was the match of the week. This was the best Joe has looked in forever. Darby is a perfect opponent for him. I hope that... I know that the thing that they think they're building to is a big Wardlow-Joe confrontation. But now, I just want to see Darby and Joe do this again. So, well, we'll see. Uh, we had Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta take on Jake Hager and Dana Garcia. This was, of course, just um, a way for Claudio to get a win on television before his big match against Chris Jericho on Saturday, which he did. Um, let's see. And then finally, the main event, we had the acclaimed taking on FTR for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And uh, a very good match. The acclaimed get the clean win with a roll-up. And um, and then, of course, afterwards, we, we set up the double dog collar match. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's the show for this week. Um, a tidy six and a half minutes, and uh, you know we'll be back next week. Really blown it out with uh, Justin. So uh, this has been the Elite Beat.